Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. Today is a really fun episode with my friend from New York, who some people say is my long lost twin, Jessica Harlow. She is an ex YouTube beauty influencer turned accidental truth teller, just like her social media is leading us through the revolution, in my opinion, in the most hilarious way. We're talking about the new earth releasing our programmed egoic identities, the importance of discernment and energy protection, and riding the waves of ascension mostly unscathed. And we're going to, of course, dive into the law of consent, some conspiracy theories. If that's not your jam, then don't listen, okay? Because that's what we talk about here sometimes, and we're getting into it today. And if you're triggered by conspiracy theories, that might mean that it's time for you to reprogram your egoic identity. Anyways, we could do a whole episode on that. But this was the funniest freaking episode ever. If you're looking for a combo of deep insights, giggles, and conspiracy theories, and just an overall good time, you're in the right place. So I hope everyone is having a lovely Libra season. I've been feeling the balance, calming my nervous system while also working my ass off and feeling actually pretty good. I feel like we've been talking quite a lot on the podcast and also on my social media about calming the nervous system. And I think a lot of people are feeling this lately where they're feeling called to just take a step back and slow down a little bit. So what I've done that has really helped, and I think I've given some of these tips already, but I'm doing it again because sometimes the repetition is what makes you learn. So I quit coffee, which I know some people just absolutely couldn't do, but I just have some Earl Grey every morning. Dr. Will Cole swears by it as well, and he is my health guru, and I feel so much better. I I decided to have coffee the other day. I was like, eh, I haven't had it for a long time. It'll it'll be fine, and then I was just so stressed out the day. You guys, I swear it makes a difference. I know you might have withdrawals at first, but give it a try. Just give it a try. Um, I also switched from aggressive workouts to Pilates and it's so nice to just do these slow movements. And I, I look forward to doing it rather than dreading it and like postponing it until the end of the day. I just get it over with. I, it connects me to my body and my breath. And I've been adding in some Pelotons as well when I feel like I need a little extra oomph. But you guys, Pilates hurts the ass and the abs, okay? Like, it's not for the weak. And if you, like, really are intentional with your movements and are actually, like, visualizing the muscles that you are using, like, it's actually so hard. I use the Align app from Bailey Brown, and I love her. She makes it fun, and yeah. It's a vibe, you guys. I'm also getting my steps in. So if you don't take morning walks, I highly suggest doing it. I go out at least half an hour. Most of it's incline. I'm not like huffing and puffing, but there's definitely like a few sweat bead droplets rolling down my back and my forehead. So just getting out into nature is so important and that calms our nervous system, connects us to our root chakra. You guys, when we're connected to our root chakra, we are feeling grounded. We're feeling connected. And I'm also taking more breaks, which is calming for the solar plexus chakra. I'm someone who gets like super excited and enthusiastic about things. And when you get overexcited 
and you've probably felt this before too, where your thoughts actually start racing and it can lead to anxiety. And I feel like I do that a lot where I'm constantly thinking of all the amazing things going on and all the things that I'm doing to move things forward and all the actions I have to take. And it puts me into a bit of like, oh, like anxiety. So when I take breaks, I like, I'm taking a brain break, like really just not allowing myself to think of anything. And you know, watching Real Housewives is a great break to take and a way to turn off your brain. So I've been doing that. And then of course the 40 day Kundalini challenge on the rituals by Chakra Girl app, doing the Ekankar, Sat Good Prasad, Sat Good Prasad, Ekankar, which is a Sikh mantra. And you repeat that for 11 minutes every day for 40 days. And I just finished day 40. I almost forgot you guys on day 38. Like I almost forgot and did it at the very end of the day. That would have been terrible. Cause if you miss a day, you have to start from day one. So if you want to try this 40 day Kundalini challenge, it is on the rituals by Shaka girl app. And I explain it a little bit more deeply. And then I add in some bonus rituals that you can do where everything from setting intentions to abundance manifestation, increasing your intuition, all the things. So we'll be putting a link to the challenge in the show notes. And if you want to get a free seven day trial of the rituals by Shaka Girl app, where you have all of my rituals, everything from EFT tapping to chakra activations to 5D, 12D, ascension, multidimensionality, spirit guides, connecting to aliens. Like we're doing everything on this app. You can go to chakragirlcode.com and until the end of October, you can use the code chakragirl and get a free month of the app. You guys, I don't usually do this, but I love my podcast listeners. I love the chakragirl radio community. So we're giving you that free month with coupon code chakragirl when you go to chakragirlcode.com, but that's only for new users. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Somehow I've kept my sanity through all of it. I've been launching a jewelry brand, growing the Rituals app, which has grown 20% month over month over the last two months, which is amazing. I'm also creating a third business, which I'll be talking about soon. I also created a personal Instagram account to kind of like bridge everything together. So go ahead and follow me at Amber Lee Lyons. I need some followers over there, you guys. And with all that going on, I feel like the podcast maybe took a back seat for a while, but I'm super excited to share with you guys that I report, I've recorded a series of mini solo episodes that are going to be available on YouTube as well. Also on the podcast and they're going to be just fun, short, punchy, and you guys are going to love them. I'm covering some of the most popular topics that people ask me questions on. So the first few episodes I created already, they're already filmed and everything videos. You can see my face. Oh my gosh. And they are, I created them based on like the most common questions that I get from you guys. So these are the first few videos. First is going to be how to get your, how to get to 5d consciousness. We're going to talk about calming your mind when meditating quantum leaping for beginners, spiritual invocations and how they work. What is chakra activations and why am I not manifesting money where we're going to go over the main blocks. So those are the first few topics we're going to cover the first few episodes. And if you have a topic idea that you want me to cover, you can shoot me a DM on my personal account at Amber Lee Lyons. So Amber and then L-E-E-L-Y-O-N-S. 
and let me know what you want to hear from me. And I'm also going to be doing a video about setting intentions with your jewelry, because let's be honest, looking luxurious with diamonds and gold is a way to elevate your abundance if you're super intentional about it. So I'm going to do a video on that. And if you guys want to check out my jewelry line, it's called prismofficial.co is the website. We're also prismofficial.co on Instagram. And if you subscribe to the mailing list at prismofficial.co, then you get a 10% coupon emailed right to you. And we have such stunning, intentional, beautiful jewelry. You can select either solid gold if you want to invest in something that is going to be with you forever and, you know, something you're going to pass down and something you want to wear every day. We also have very high quality uh, gold plated jewelry. We have silver jewelry and a variety of different price points, you guys. So go check it out at prismofficial.co and take advantage and get that 10% coupon. All right, let's dive in to this episode with my friend from New York, Jessica Harlow. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio, where we are helping the world become more consciously awakened and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have one of my favorite internet personalities here today. Her name is Jessica Harlow. She is an YouTube beauty influencer turned accidental truth teller and the first female dictator, dictatress, supreme leader ever. And, you know, you really want to listen to what she says, you guys. She's one of my favorite people to follow. She brings light and humor to the awakening, to all the conspiracies that we love to talk about, which is so needed. Plus, she's my twin from New York and a fellow lover of obscure 90s classic movies such as Death Because comes her. So you're going to love her as much as I love her. Welcome back, Jessica. Hi. I really liked how you slid death becomes her in there. It made me smile. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a must mention. It's a, it's a big part of our relationship. True. It's so underrated. I can't believe how many people don't know about that film. Right. I feel like I need to watch it again. I haven't watched it for years, but I feel like there's some underlying like indicators in that movie of what's actually going on right now. I mean, kind of, but honestly, they could have used that to make me get the thing in the arm. You know what I mean? Because if it was to make people like young forever, I would 100% be like right on board. I wouldn't care about any good stuff. No, like I'm not reading the ingredients. Like (laughs) I was like, how did you guys miss out on that? Because you would have really gotten me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? That was the one thing. I'd take a picture with a donut and everything. kidding. Like once it comes to my looks, I'm like, all right, sign me up. Right. I'm like, I've always thought that too. I'm like, I wonder what is in like filler and Botox. Cause I never questioned it. Never looked into it. Don't care. Just put it in there. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I've never done the Botox, but I've, I've done filler before. And I mean, I didn't really question it too much. I wasn't no. questioning too much back then though. No, me neither. <laughs> I wasn't questioning. I haven't done filler in years, but when I was, I wasn't questioning anything. I just knew that my body was eating all of it. So that's why I stopped. Yes. The metabolism. It would not, it would not last for more than two weeks on me. Interesting. Okay. I've only At done all. my lips and it worked, but I've never tried it anywhere else. So we'll really see as I get older. I'm me. sure I'll give it a go. Listen, um, okay. Don't question too much, you know, no. <laughs> like you have to pick and choose the little balance is okay. Exactly. So what is your sun, moon and rising? 
I'm a Capricorn sun, but I think that might be fake news. I feel like I might be Aquarius a little bit. Definitely on the cusp. And I have a Scorpio moon and Libra rising. Oh, okay. I love the Libra too. Libras. I just had a reading and she basically told me that I'm a Libra. She's like, there's so much Libra in my chart that I'm basically probably more Libra than anything. That's interesting. I have so much Capricorn in my chart and I don't really, I don't really feel like a Capricorn except for like my Capricorn Venus. That's the only area of my life where I could be like, for sure. I'm a Capricorn. (laughs) Yeah. You don't feel Capricorn to me, except you have that like standing tall confidence, like root, like earth energy, but not the, I mean, not that I know of the like workaholic bit of an asshole. I I used to have that. I don't anymore. Okay. So I got tired. (laughs) <laughs> I got tired and now I'm a space cadet Aquarius <laughs> I used to be a workaholic now it's like I don't know if I find something that like really lights me up then yeah but if not I'm just like whatever but I'm also a generator in human design so that might be part of it yes I'm a generator as well so yeah, I like I work myself to burnout I work myself to burnout and then I'm like fuck this I'm not doing anything else yeah I'm kind of like that Okay. Well, we're the same. So what is a daily ritual that you almost never skip? I like to pray, to be honest. Mm. That's, that's the number one thing that I've been doing probably since the last two years. That's made the biggest difference for me. It's, it's been actually praying and I'm not a very religious person in my, in my mind. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Bible thumper, not that there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) Um, Look, however people find their peace, but for me praying and kind of I guess relinquishing control a bit has been probably the the biggest help for me. And it's something that I, if, if I don't do anything else, that's the one thing that I definitely do a lot. Yeah. And we've been talking a lot on the podcast about like, God is on a trend right now. Like people I mean, who- you know, It's kind of about time. Cause I feel it's like about time. On, on trend for a long time. Right. <laughs> and not to sound like one of those, like, you know, those channel, like, club 13 or whatever they are <laughs> you know the no. ones that go on at like three o'clock in the morning yes <laughs> like I forget what it's called <laughs> I don't even know if it was club 13 I could be making this up <laughs> I don't know all I'm thinking of right now is pen 15 club when you said club 13. <laughs> <laughs> that brought me uh, back I'm yeah. always part of that club <laughs> yeah <laughs> the honorary member that's why I have to pray a lot <laughs> yeah but so I just feel like so many spiritual people, and I know myself, I would always talk to the universe and talk about source energy, but I was so afraid of using the word God. And I feel like God has made a comeback and people are realizing that kind of like all paths lead to this ultimate power and that religion is kind of like antiquated and I don't even really, if I know if I used that word right, but I'm pretty sure I did, but it's kind of like created this weird uh, perception of what God means. And it's made us uh, think of all this religious programming, this negativity, but, and I always say, if I was the devil, the first thing I would infiltrate was God and the people's perception of what God is and the church. So, but now I feel like people are starting to see through it and starting to feel more comfortable with that. That's a really interesting thought that you had. If you were the devil, that's where you would, that's where you would go. I've never heard someone say that. And I'm sure people are going to get offended, but I kind of, I get what you mean. Yeah. I think it's actually really brilliant. Did you grow up religious at all? 
No, I was raised. I mean, as far as I know, my mother says she's Jewish. She's not Jewish, but she okay. feels like she's Jewish. <laughs> so, I mean, I was I, I went to like an all Greek school, which was so it's like Greek Orthodox. But right. I was never like I I just it never res- resonated for me. I didn't like organized religion. Uh, there were so many questions and, and like hypocrisy that I would see, um, especially within the Greek church. So I yeah. was always very you know put off by it. I mean, the Greek church, I can go on for all of the things that I thought were just bizarre um, about it specifically, but I was raised more spiritual. Like I was raised like, yes, we believe in God, but we ask questions and it's perfectly okay to question everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My mom was kind of like spiritual though. Like she liked psychics and, you know, things relating to ghosts and stuff. I mean, I remember I used to go into like the witchcraft section of Barnes and Nobles, like all the time when I was a teen. Yeah. My mom had no problem with it. Well, did you, well, and we grew up during like the era of the craft. Yeah. I mean, the craft came out when I was like six years old and I was, I was always into horror movies and I just love anything like witchy related. So I I definitely, there was for sure a point where I was really into that kind of thing, but I feel like that was, I was younger and didn't really understand that, you know, you don't get power from anywhere. You just have it. Yes. You know, it doesn't so matter how many candles you're lighting or what crystals you're holding or whatnot. It's really, it starts with you. Exactly. So true. So last time we spoke, you were like full-time beauty influencer. You were yeah. teaching a bit of spiritual, like manifestation stuff as well. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened since then? <laughs> what the hell happened is I fell down such a rabbit hole and had so much time to think and dive into things. And just reevaluate absolutely everything. And I'm not somebody who wants to, who likes to continue talking about things. If I'm in the process of changing what I'm probably changing, what I'm believing in, I like to speak from a place of either I'm being very transparent and saying, I don't really know. I don't have all the answers. Not that I ever did, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But I felt like it was definitely a major, a major rebirth in a way for me. Yeah. I, it was almost like everything that I thought I knew was like turned upside down on its head. And it made me reevaluate even the things that I really wanted to do because I didn't really realize how political even the beauty industry was Mm. and how much it didn't align with what I actually believe in. And it didn't, it's not even just that. It's just, it felt like there was no room for having any kind of questioning you had to be so far left or you would be left behind so was did something happen like were you just kind of like slowly seeing this movement that you weren't aligned with this kind of like far left movement going on in the beauty industry was there kind of like a pivotal moment where you were like this needs to change or I need to change the way I'm showing up and did it or did it happen kind of more slowly I feel like it happened slowly and quickly like definitely with the COVID stuff. Yeah. Once that started happening, but where I really noticed like something is really off was when it came to the BLM stuff, to Mm -hmm. be very honest. Once I saw that, I was just like, something is really off here. That's not making sense to me. And just, it was kind of like everybody was on a witch hunt and like performing to prove that they're this thing or that thing or not something or it was like, you couldn't even win. 
It was yeah. like when somebody tells me that if if you like black people, you're racist, but if you don't like black people, you're racist. I'm like, what's the difference now? Yeah, exactly. like, I'm like, how does this make sense? I'm like, how like why do why do I need to go and police other people that I don't have any responsibility over? Why can't I just, you know, just be a decent human being myself? Yeah. That's not enough. Like I have to go out now and like police people and and act like I'm the decider of who's what I mean it just seemed so it's like who gets to decide what's what I'm like exactly and it's just like if we call everything racist then it's just gonna lose its meaning Mm -hmm. it's it's I I the best way I could describe it which all girls will understand it's like it's like when you meet a guy and he calls you beautiful you think like oh wow that's really sweet of him and then you find out he literally calls every single girl beautiful and you're just like well like now now it lost its meaning it lost yes like now it's not even special anymore. It's just like, oh, that's just, that's just your language. Exactly. So racists are no longer special. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they ever were necessarily special. <laughs> that's not the words I would use. No, we know what like, you mean. We yeah, know what I'm just mean. saying, like, if you just, if you call some, someone, everything racist, then when something is actually racist, nobody's going to really take you seriously. Cause they're going to exactly. be like, call freaking syrup. Pancake yes. syrup racist. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah. Like, oh well, if that's racist, then sure, I guess everything is, and we just have to move on. Exactly. So, it was just like you had to be performing and proving, and it was that that virtue signaling that I just could not get behind. I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? You weren't allowed to be silent on any subjects either. No. Yeah. Um, so did you have people from the beauty industry? as you started speaking up about things, did you get backlash? Did you feel like you were kind of the black sheep now of the industry? I mean, I was always the black sheep a little bit. I have yeah. to admit because I was always like, I, I, I'm not an ass kisser. I would be a lot better off if I was an ass kisser. I'm not, I can't lie to save my life. So for me that I've always been kind of a black sheep in that way. And I always would kind of be a little bit more controversial and do things a little bit differently or explore like the different perspectives but that was kind of fine up until 2020 that's when it was like this is no longer allowed you either comply and conform or you have no no space here I can't say that I'm not sure if necessarily I would say people were attacking me like from within the industry like so much like uh, really confronting me that wasn't happening a lot it happened a few times which was interesting but for the most part, it was like a lot of silent, you know, distance ghosting. And I, the beauty industry had go- some people ghosted me, I would say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very hurtful because a lot of these people I really liked and, you know, they had different views from me and I never had any issue with them. But it's it's funny how the, the side that promotes all this tolerance is just like completely intolerant of anybody else. And they'll just label you as like, as if you're this horrible person, just because you have some questions. Totally. And so before all of this, before COVID, before BLM, were there other rabbit holes you were going down? Were you political then? I was never really very political. I was, I I always saw myself as kind of like in the middle, but I thought that I was kind of more of a Democrat because I just Mm -hmm. remember growing up and I mean, in the nineties, the Democrats were the ones with like freedom of speech, freedom of expression, they had all the yeah, gays, the things were a good time, you know, like it was, it was like they were the party and they were the ones who, you know, were against, you know, monopolies and big government. And it was just like, it was more of my speed. And then all of a sudden, 
I mean, I don't, I think it was starting from way before 2020, but 2020 was what made it really abundantly obvious that this is not the same party of like the nineties. And I mean, on the other hand, the Republican party, the people, I'm not like the people who are following that, a lot of them are ex-Democrats. Right, exactly. So the parties have really changed a lot and evolved. Yeah, there's this drawing, like some like little infographic and it's, I'm sure you've seen it. And it kind of just shows how over the years, the left has gone so far left that the people that were in the middle are just now automatically in the right. Yeah. Have you seen that one? Uh-huh. I, 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 I understand that. I don't know if I've seen that exact one because I've seen so much stuff, but, but it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a fucking Canadian and I'm like, Ooh, I'm like, I'm a Republican. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's just like, I mean, I, I guess in technical terms, I'm a libertarian. Yeah. But to a leftist, they're just like, no, you're a Republican. You exactly. Might as, I might as well put on like a MAGA hat, which I'm like, I'll never be in one because I'm just, that's not my style. Yeah. But like, technically I'm a libertarian. I a, On a number of issues, I'm not extreme enough for either side to be happy with. Exactly. And I remember I made some kind of comment or asked some kind of question that was, you know, not with the mainstream narrative. And someone messaged me and was like, oh, so you're a Trump supporter. But I was like, where the fuck did that parallel come in for you? And that's the thing too, is that we're living in this third dimensional consciousness where you're either red or you're blue. And the majority of people don't understand that there's a possibility that you could be taking a little bit that you like from each and creating your own situation, your own your own party, your own dictatorship. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I did. I invented my own dictatorship, but I mean, it's just, it's so interesting that so many people see things as so black and white when it's like, if we look at ourselves, we're not black and white human beings. There's no, we're very multifaceted. Honestly, you know, there's days where you could say I'm a wonderful human being. And another day we could be like this, this bitch has a stick up her ass. I mean, but cause that's, that's just being human. It's we're very, we're, we're also like mirrors. I mean, we reflect back mm-hmm. what's being projected at us and we project things onto others. So it's just very interesting how we're so quick. People are so quick to, you know, put people in a box when, when we really think about it, it's, it's kind of impossible to do that really. Well, and I think people want to put themselves in a box too. They want to understand who they are. And mm-hmm. so they'll kind of follow a bunch of people that, speak to kind of one ideology and then everything that these people are now saying they kind of pair it back and start to you know have the all the same opinions and I've noticed that I've done that before too where I'm like you know I really look up to someone I'm like oh well they said this Mm-hmm. And, you know, I believe most of the things they say, and I'm in alignment with most of the things I say, but then I realized that that one thing that I thought that I agreed with just because they said it, I'm like, okay, wait, no, I actually don't agree with that. Like, I feel like discernment has disappeared. Well, we do have this basic human need where we kind of want to belong with the yes. group. We have that need to belong somewhere. And I mean, not that everybody to a certain degree has some like degree of like follower in them. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that everyone's a follower, but most people are followers, but everybody, no matter who they are, they want to feel like they belong somewhere. And some people just 
it's really dangerous when people don't know how to lead themselves. Yes. And don't catch themselves when they might be, you know, being led astray. And it's so easy to do this in so many different areas of our lives. It's we give our power away. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, there's a lack of self-awareness that I think is very obvious. And then at the same time, there's a lack of foresight because there's mm-hmm. some ideas that sound really great initially. And then it's like, okay, but where does this lead us to? Because mm-hmm. we don't live in, you know, of the land of sunshine and rainbows, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's like, oh, it's just, there's darkness and light to every just two weeks to slow the curve to, to stop the spreader yeah. or whatever. I mean, I it's remember like, once that happened, I, I told my mother, I was like, they're just going to keep saying it's two weeks, exactly. two, weeks, two weeks, just to keep people from jumping off bridges. I was, and she was like, no way. And then it happened. She was like, you were right. Exactly. Because yeah. this is how abusers work. And we're in an abusive relationship with with our governments. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, just this little thing. Cause they can get you to agree with to a little thing. And then it's just like piece by piece, inch by inch. And then before you know it, you're like, how the hell did I get here? Well, it happened in little bites. So true. And so much of this, so much of what we're talking about boils down to our relationship with our own identities. Like mm-hmm. A, wanting to fit in, B, feeling the need to label ourselves, C, wanting to label everyone else. And, yeah. you know, realizing now that so many people in this transition and everything going on in the world made huge identity shifts, like for, even for yourself, like you went from beauty influencer to dictatress, it was almost as if the people who weren't afraid to shift their identity and to kind of like break down this idea of who they thought they were. Those are the people who thrived. The people that dug their heels in and were like, no, I'm a good person. Democrats are good people. I do what the news says. You know, like those are the people who didn't wake up in any which way they, you know, succumb to the fear because they were afraid to lose what they believed about themselves. And that's when you can tell the difference between someone who's, you know, open to, shifting what they believe when they're having a conversation, because if you're telling, you know, I have, I'm not going to go there actually, because I think she listens to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no It's not that hippy-dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows, and we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else 
to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Don't you hate that sometimes? Cause you're just like, yeah. Oh my God, somebody's going li- to, this is why I don't talk about my dating life. Cause I was like, I don't know which one of these people are going to be listening. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I have to wait like months for this thing to end and blow over. So maybe it's not like, so in their face. And if they figure out it's about them, it's like, you know, maybe yeah. it's past and they won't get too angry. You know, it's not so fresh. Exactly. <laughs> so annoying. So- so I can imagine how like really super famous people must feel. Not that right? I su- the super famous, fuck them, but you know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Well, let me put it this way. When you're having a conversation with someone and they're like getting heated when you share what you believe, it is actually because they're afraid of losing their identity. Yes. Yes. Because I mean, if you're, if you're pretty confident in your ideas, you don't actually mind having them questioned and if you're truly somebody who wants to learn, you're, you're probably going to be interested in having the things that you believe in questions because you might learn something, you might expand, you might see something in a new way. So there's a difference between the people who want to learn and the people who are just like, no, I, I, I am insisting that I am staying this way. And I think like you were saying, there were a lot of people who were shifting their identities. I almost find it strange when I, when I talk to people who like the last two years didn't change anything for them. Yeah. Like nothing's changed. Like that's crazy. They're doing exactly the same work. They're doing exactly like nothing has changed. I mean, for the most part, I hear people shifting their careers. I hear Mm -hmm. people moving. I Mm -hmm. hear of people getting divorces. I hear of people just like making pretty big shifts that they probably normally wouldn't have done because they didn't have that, that really forced pause where they had to just sit and look at their lives and see like, is this working? Is this not working? Is this making me happy? Is it not making me happy? Because when you're busy, it's very like with your, your, your day-to-day stuff, which everyone was prior to like lockdowns, nobody has time really to self-reflect that much. Exactly. And like the way that I kind of see that too, is that the autopilot, Yes. Autopilot. Exactly. And the people who did see these shifts, they were like riding the waves of this collective ascension. Mm -hmm. Like the collective was going through shit so that we could rise up like from a spiritual standpoint so that we could ascend our consciousness so that we could get closer to God so that we could, Mm -hmm. you know, wake up to our power And the people who dug their heels in are in the same position and the people who were willing to let go of who they thought they were like were able to rise up, even if that meant shaking away their comfort zone. Yeah. Right. I mean, and something else that I noticed personally, just from, from myself was cause I mean, life has been starting to get to some kind of a normal, like it's not what it was, but it's, it feels about as like what we remembered it to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I've noticed with myself was I really liked that pause that the lockdowns kind of gave us Yeah. when, when I start getting caught up so much in like day-to-day stuff, I almost 
Like I start feeling lonely. Like a few weeks ago, I felt so lonely and I couldn't understand why. And it was because I didn't, I felt disconnected from myself and from God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is this because I've like, life has been sort of feeling really normal in some ways. Well, and that's it too. I feel like I was thriving in 2020. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know I if I would like, say I was thriving. I was, I was in like, I was sleeping like two hours a night in the fetal position, waking up at like four o'clock in the morning, starting and talking about what things I saw online from the night before. <laughs> Back then we were able to get away with a lot more on Instagram. We were, we were. Well, and another, another thing kind of on that tip of people not wanting to know about things. I remember the first conspiracy theory, we're calling it conspiracy theory. We know there are truths. The first truth that (laughs) I, yeah, the first confirmations. Yes. (laughs) That I ever heard about was, I remember my ego flaring up a little bit and being like, this can't be true, but it was Pizzagate. And it was in like 2018 or 20, it might've been 2017. Cause it was when I was hosting retreat in Bali. I can't remember if it was 2017 or 2018, but I remember I was talking about like a certain celebrity that I liked. I can't remember who it was. And my friend was like, okay, I have to tell you something. You're going to think this is really fucking weird. If you want me to stop talking about it, I'll stop. But like, she started, I'm like, tell me more. I want to know about all of this. Like I need to know. Wait, this was back in 2017. Yeah. Oh, so you were like an OG. I was an OG. I was an OG Pizzagate conspiracy Good for you because I was hearing about Pizzagate and I was sweeping that under the rug and I was like if that was true it'd be all over the news <laughs> so and I feel like if that didn't happen if I didn't if I was like if I let my ego flare up and I was like no I love celebrities and they love us like <laughs> then I I would have at that moment closed the fucking gate and who knows if I would, what, what I would have thought when all of this stuff came up, maybe it's cause I was in Bali and like, <laughs> like there's something good spiritual. for you. Good for you for being open to it. I was just like, no way. Yeah. Come on. Well, I mean, I, and here's the thing. I don't know if the whole thing is true, but there's definitely nuggets of truth in there for sure. Listen, I think, I think there is some truth to it. All yeah. I have to say is all I need to, all I tell people is the only thing I need to know is the artwork that some of these people have right? in their homes. And I'm just like, if I walked into someone's home and I saw that kind of artwork with like sexualized images of young children, exactly I'm like I'm I'm out of there yeah we are not I was like yeah I was like just just from seeing that I'm just like there's something going on I can't tell you and like swear on a stack of bibles like what's what I don't know but there's got to be some kind of truth to it I'm sorry I know that and then also like the bands that used to play there and like the songs by these bands that used to play at there was a lot of questionable stuff a lot of and I think And I think anybody who says that there wasn't like, they really have their heads buried in the sand, which I did too. It wasn't until 2020 that I actually started looking into the stuff. And I was like, something's up, something's up where there's smoke, there's fire. And you know, if, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's not a fucking squirrel. Something's going on. Exactly. But look, I'm not here to tell people what to, what to think or whatnot. I'm just saying personally, just seems a little fishy to me. A little fishy. So <laughs> what do you, do you think? I, I am not suicidal. <laughs> no, I, I am not suicidal. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I feel like I need to start saying that on every podcast. <laughs> I, am not, I am very happy. I love life. <laughs> Joe Biden's great. I love Hillary Clinton. They're all wonderful. Yeah, love, yeah. Oh, Never gosh. seen better. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm with her. <laughs> I, I'm with her. So do you think that COVID is going to make a cameo this Christmas? You know, I feel like they could really pull anything out of, out of their wheelhouse, but I do, I have a, I have hope. I don't know if I'm just like being slapped with optimism because it's summertime and there's a lot of sunshine, but I feel like a lot of people have gotten very tired of COVID. Even some of the very like, you know, devout COVIDians, you know, I feel like (laughs) a lot of them, I feel like a lot of them are kind of letting it go. Now there's, there's always going to be a small percentage of people who will just, they, there is no saving them. No, but I feel like a lot of people have relaxed a lot and I don't know if it's going to have the same. I mean, they're trying really hard with monkey pox too. That's not, that doesn't look like it's catching either. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like right now people are so concerned about dollars and cents and like, you know, the energy costs that are going on out out in Europe now. And I think Spain, they can't have they can't have their air conditioner above like 80, uh, below 80 degrees. Wow. Um, I think the energy bill for, I think they're saying in, in, in the United Kingdom, it's something like, like 5,000 pounds a month. It's going to wow. cost to heat their home. So I don't know what they're going to do. So I feel like when people are seeing like their, their dollars and cents being affected and it's not the nice, you know, stimulus check rainfall that we had under, you know, daddy Trump and all them. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, uh, I, I don't think people are going to put these, uh, you know, the flu at the top of their list of concerns. I feel like people have, we've been doing it for long enough. Yeah. Now they're going to their next stage in the plan where they're going to fuck with our money and they're yeah. going to be like, Hey, we'll I, accept all of your debts. If you get this, this global ID and move. Yeah, all that's your where I think we are. I think, wallet where we can yeah. track everything that you spend. Like, I think that's, yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like I I actually would wish they would just bring something like a COVID back instead of this. Yeah, because, <laughs> we're gonna, I'm serious because the, we're going to be I, sitting around there. The sniffles, and being like, I, I, the sniffles I can handle, yeah. the sniffles I can handle. And yeah. to be quite honest, I'd rather be dead than deal with this digital ID stuff because people don't yeah. really understand what it means because everybody says like, well, all of our money is digital. You know, it's not like everybody uses cash. It's like, yeah, it's very different from what we have. Right. What we have is like the infant stage of what a digital ID would entail. Like you are not allowed to spend X amount of money. You are only about allowed to buy certain goods from yeah. certain places. It's, it's, it's a level of control that I don't think people understand what it actually implies. Yeah. Well, so for me, day- I think that's what their, that's what their next step is. And I don't, I don't know what people are going to do, how they're going to react and how we're going to get out of it. I like to hold the idea that we will, and everything mm-hmm. happens for a, a greater good of a reason, but it's going to be, you know, another level of Jumanji that we've just, yes. we haven't yet seen. <laughs> and I think that with everything I've been like spiritually, or I've been deep diving the spiritual, like universal laws, the law of consent is very straightforward. And we can mm-hmm. now look back and we, uh, there was a time where I was afraid that they were literally going to like come to my house and pin me down and stick the thing in my arm. Yeah. We all had that fear. And now I realize 
that they want every, consent. They need consent with no matter what it is, you need to consent. So yeah. they can try and trick you into consenting all you want. And then from again, a spiritual standpoint and even a religious standpoint, they say, like in the Bible, it basically says, like, when you find Jesus, you're saved. What I what that means to me is when you are consciously awakened, you are automatically saved because you don't consent and you can see through the lies. And so you won't consent. So you're automatically safe. You don't have to opt into it. And they're going to keep trying to pull the wool over our eyes, but that's, that that's impossible at this point. Cause once you're awake, you can't be unawake. (laughs) Once you're awake, you can never go back to sleep. Exactly. (laughs) You see it, you see it in everything. And really the only thing you can do is, is choose to turn a blind eye to certain things, but it's, you still, you see it. And that's so true. Cause I, I think we all had that fear. A lot of us had that fear that they were going to come knocking on our doors and dragging yeah. us out and sticking things in our arms. And I, I kind of was just like, I can't control that. So anything that I can't really control, I don't stress over for very long. Yeah. Just like, if that happens, I'm like, it's still not through my consent. And for me, like my consent is worth it's, it's priceless. So I would, I would rather them, let's say if they were to do that, then like, they're never going to get a yes out of me. And to understand why, because people are like, well, why do they need consent? It's because you have to understand how the devil works. And this is who these people worship. They worship Mm -hmm. Satan. Mm -hmm. I'm putting it very, very point blank. And it's because there's no other way of explaining it otherwise. So they hate everything that is of nature. They hate everything that is of God, but they will the, the devil isn't here trying to force you to do things. He's trying to, he he's manipulating you into thinking it was your choice all the whole time. Exactly. And there's, I don't know exactly how to describe like the universal laws, but they literally cannot be broken. They're like energetic laws. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Think of um, like real science, not like the made up science. Like <laughs> think of like the law of like, I don't know. Not I'm the not Fauci okay. science physicist, you know, but like, think of like the law of velocity, for example, like if something is going this fast at this angle, it's going to go this far. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a universal law of energy. It's the same thing with law of consent. It's just as fucking true. So the Mm -hmm. devil literally cannot force you to do something. He can only fuck with your head and make you think that it's the right thing. Yeah. And because then you can never turn around and blame the devil because he'll be like, well, you chose this. I gave you what you asked for. Exactly. Exactly. And you'd be like, but, and the devil's like, we don't care. It's like, we focus on results. We don't care about the why or the how we care about the results. That's how the devil works. Yeah. Not today, Satan. Not today. (laughs) Not ever. Not ever. Over my body. Exactly. So where do we draw the line or where do you draw the line with kind of like needing to know and wanting to know the details of the agenda versus keeping your peace? I mean, I feel like I've already dug so deep into all of what the agendas are. I mean, they're written out in very plain English in a number (laughs) of books. Yeah. Like they're, they're written by the busiest people in the world, they did not just get around and come up with all these hypothetical scenarios just for fun, just because they're bored. No, they have better things to do, such as these are their plans. So, I mean, for me, it's like at this point, I know what they're doing. Yeah, I know what their agendas are. So I'm not really that concerned. And I'm not going to be sitting here like living Mm -hmm. my life in fear every single day, because quite frankly, they kind of want that too. Like they love as much as they love 
the people who are completely oblivious Mm-hmm. And to just blindly think that everything that they're doing is for their greater good. Mm-hmm. They still, I feel also love to feed on the energy of fear. Yeah. That those who are awakened, because I mean, it's kind of impossible to know and not be afraid for some time. Mm-hmm. They feed off of that. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm doing things to the best of my abilities. I'm not like super doomsday because you can't live your life no. like that. Like. I'm like, if things get really bad, I'm not, listen, I was not put on this earth <laughs> to, to like churn butter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can just, like, let me just tell you something like, like, like my mother's like a super, like, you know, we're going to have to do this. And we're going to have to, I was like, lady, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I had, I'm I like, joined this, like this women's group of awakened women. And we were like meeting every week being like, okay, like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, just coming up with ideas of how we're going to like get around all these (laughs) mandates and stuff. And I ended up having to just like, stop. One day I just like cried in the parking lot after they were like, they're like, you know, we're going to buy this land and we're going to live off the grid and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, you know, I can't do that because, you know, I have a husband, he has kids. And she's like, you know, you know, I know your husband has kids, but at this point it's like everyone for themselves. Oh my and I was God. like, oh, no, so you, you can't, think I'm going to do that. Cause like your, your, your husband's kids are your kids by proxy. Well, no. And that's the thing too. Like, I'm just in a like, sense, like, just cause you didn't birth them. Totally. But just the level of like intensity and fear that, yeah, that's, and, and that's, here's the thing. Listen, it's a bit it's, much. It's <laughs> like, a bit much. And I just, but to, but to that point too, we'll cross I that bridge when we get to it. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> we haven't had to go there yet. So another thing that I wanted to say too, is like, it's, it, it is a rite of passage to go through that deep fear stage. So if you're listening and you're like, Oh no, like I'm in the fear stage first off, like, yeah, we I mean, you can try to get out of it and we can help you do that. But yeah. like, don't feel like you're wrong or bad because I mean, I know I was there and I'm pretty sure you said you were there at a point Mm -hmm. too, but what I love about the way that you present things is with humor. And I think that that's the the only way I could keep it sane. (laughs) That's the only way I maintain my sanity. If it wasn't for my sense of humor, oh my God, I would, I, I don't think I'd be here for like from years ago. Exactly. Years ago, I would have driven myself absolutely mental. My, exactly. my, my sense of humor has been my savior my whole entire life. Yes. One thing. My that, coping mechanism. The coping mechanism. Exactly. Everything what, is funny. Everything is funny. It has to be. It has to yeah. be. One thing that I mm-hmm. kind of toy around with, and my husband is, reads Twitter a lot and he's very into crypto. And so he is kind of keeps up to date on politics because of that, like us politics and everything. Yeah. And you have to have some kind of an awareness. I you think. have to have an awareness, but there's part of me that just thinks like literally the politicians have nothing to do with any of it. Yeah. Like, I get it? what you mean. Cause they're all kind of like, they're all kind of like puppets in a way. Yeah. So I'm there's like, only so I much that, that they can do. They're just... not the ones running the whole show. It's no. a lot of moving parts. They're trying some of them. Um, yeah. But yeah. They don't really like you start to learn, like people get very hung up on presidencies and things. And I mean, yeah, they're important, but uh, th- like, listen, it's not Joe Biden calling the shots. If you no. think that it's Joe Biden, if you think <laughs> Joe Biden is doing all this, I mean, I've got a bridge to sell you. I'm not a fan of the guy, but like, it's not, he's not even here. No, you know, it's, he's not even here. It, a lot of what, what makes the biggest difference in your life is probably more or less the local governments. 
Yeah, on yeah. On a more I, local level, unfortunately. Can, That's why Florida is thriving, for example, yes. here in the States. Florida is thriving because their local government, not in all parts, because there's people who have complaints in like the more liberal areas. But I mean, overall, because of DeSantis, they're doing quite well compared mm-hmm. to, let's say, California, which is like in absolute shambles and New York, which is such a close second. Yeah. And I just think that, yeah, like you said, they're the puppets, but the people pulling the strings are who we worry about. But exactly like at the more like city level, community Mm -hmm. level, those people aren't high enough on the totem pole to be a part of this agenda. So they actually, you know, they're going in there actually to make change. I'm sure they're getting paid by certain people for certain reasons, but there, oh, yeah. that's something the, that would the people whose names we can't name. Exactly. <laughs> I think we've, we've said enough that could get us off in this podcast. So exactly. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> if we're going to, if we're going to end up on one of those like YouTube channels where they talk about like, what happens to these people? They said, this, <laughs> and then they disappear. <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah, the two is like double bimbo suicide. <laughs> double bimbo suicide. <laughs> oh my god. See, that's that's the thing. Like, I just want to be a happy bimbo. I can't be sitting here looking at, you know, every every piece of news information. Exactly. And I mean, things have gotten so wild over the last, at least here in the States, it's gotten pretty wild over the last, I would say about a month or so since yeah. that Roe v. Wade stuff happened. It was like the news went from like, what now to where the fuck do we even start? Oh God. I know. And that's where I was just like, I need to check out and just like, I pay attention cause I can't help it. But like, it's not with the same zest. I feel like I had no. maybe like six months ago, a year ago, let alone forget two years ago. That was, that was a whole other, Those that was a different life. level. <laughs> that was a different level. <laughs> it's, it's just like, you have to just sort of separate from from that a bit and and still live your life I mean I'm not like I said I'm not planning on churning butter if it's got to get to that point I mean I'm whatever happens yeah (laughs) I mean how how far do you think we're going to be able to to plan ahead for I mean there's people who are stocking up so much food I'm like realistically it's gonna run out Oh, I like, like I went through that stage where I stocked up on a bunch of food, but then I like kept fucking eating. I was stocking (laughs) up on food and it was going bad. And then I had to get more. I was like eating like Annie's crap dinner. And I was like, oh my God, I would have never bought this unless I thought there was an apocalypse. And now I'm eating fucking Annie's once a week. I need to get rid of this shit. The white cheddar one is really good. It was, it was yeah. Throw some ketchup on there. It's pretty good. Oh no, I, I put oregano. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so weird. Like I could find something out of a box and then just add stuff to it. Fancy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fancy. <laughs> okay, so let's share some energy protection tips then. So we talked about just like avoiding the news when we can. Well, yeah. avoiding. You have to avoid the news and you have to be very conscious of what kinds of accounts you're following on social media all the time. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Like there's certain accounts that are very doom and gloom that I just kind of mute and I'll go to them when I'm in a mentally like a good state. I don't want to be, I don't like to be bombarded by information I did not ask for. Same. I was, and I, 
yeah about this today where that is actually a form of entity attachment like if someone is constantly posting doom and gloom they're literally like spewing out dark energy that can attach to you and you know if you're not you're like just scrolling you're like oh dog video dog video oh my god the world's ending you know <laughs> yeah. like that can yeah. really help you and I it's, mean- it's so having that protection i like i'm going through and like i'm probably muted like 60% of the people that I follow, but I'm like, I don't want to unfollow because no, I want yeah, to, I'm like, like, I still want to be like in the loop and find you yeah. when, I, when I want to, but I just can't be bombarded every five seconds with like, or I'm having a great day. And then you're going to bombard me with some kind of like dramatic video about something or some yeah. really bad piece of news. And that's the thing, like you have to protect your energy. And I feel like ever since like social media and our phones being attached to us at all times. Like anybody can reach out to you at any point with anything. Yeah. I have all of my notifications basically off. Yeah. Same. Um, I only have like a few people that are allowed to get through like my do not disturb. Yeah. And, and even that like changes because like, cause if I know that somebody's like going through something or whatever, and I do want to like keep up, then it's fine. But, um, generally speaking, it's like, I, I I'm very protective of, of the content that I'm consuming and, and what I'm putting my energy into. I also have this issue where everybody likes to tell me their entire life stories. <laughs> like, yeah, really I, get weird. That, that, I get that a lot too. And like, sometimes like voice notes and I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh my me? God. Like, oh my God. Voice notes. I'm not I have, that. Yeah. I have like a friend who will constantly like send voice notes for like minutes at a time. I'm like, guy, just get a freaking podcast or something. Like I didn't, <laughs> like just get to the point either just like use dictation. I'll read it faster. I can't be exactly. sitting here with this like thing open, just try to listen to it. And then it stops. And then I have oh, to, Oh, that's the worst. Oh that my is God. So it's so annoying. So I ignore half the time and it's like, I'm not meaning to, I'm just not liking this format. Yeah. Uh, this isn't my medium. And you just have to be very, very mindful of, of that. And I've noticed, yeah, I have an issue with a lot of people tend to talk to me a lot and, and either they spill their whole life story, or they tell me things that I know for a fact, they've definitely not told other people these things. Cause it's, yeah. it's just, I don't know what it is about me. It's just always been that, that way. And it's like, it's very draining. Cause I'm yeah. kind of like a sponge. Yes. Same. And, and that's, I, like, that's basically why I had to retire from all the coaching stuff. I'm just like, I, I can imagine. I can't, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Because people are coming to you with like their, their deepest, darkest insecurities and stories. And, and I don't have, and I'm not like, I'm an Aquarius. I will pat I know. I was just going to say, there, cause there. you're an Aquarius. So you, yeah. you would have an easier time than me. I'm a Scorpio moon. And I just like, I, I'm very, very sensitive. I, it doesn't show like, that's only like for people who really know me very up close. And then like, if they're not in my life anymore, I'm like, these people need to go because yeah. uh, they know too much about yeah. me. And they know, it's very oh, off yeah. brand. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. <how> sensitive I am. <laughs> <laughs> like detrimental oh. to the brands. Um, but like, it's, it's, I absorb a lot and I feel a lot and I'm a very sensitive person. So if people tell me a lot, it, I feel like I need to solve their shit. Yeah. See, I do that a little bit for me. I more just get annoyed at them and I'm like, 
you put your like I I don't have the bedside manner like I'm like I I do see that's the problem I wish I was more like you and and it's like I don't (laughs) feel like I don't like I like my husband (laughs) is always like you don't have empathy (laughs) I have I have too much freaking empathy like I don't I'm like I'm like, I, the only reason I don't have empathy is because I can see solutions for these people and they're not doing them. And it just makes me angry. <laughs> oh, God bless you. <laughs> I wish I was like you. I have to take Tylenol to act like you. Because <laughs> like, did you know that Tylenol lowers your empathy? I did not know that. I, oh I tell all people this. Nobody knows this, but uh, Tylenol will lower your empathy. So it'll oh basically turn you into an Aquarius. That's so, if you want to be like me, pop those T3s. I know, but it's so bad for you. You're not supposed to be taking it. It lowers your glutathione. It's terrible, but I mean, I'm starting to consider it. So if you see me popping <laughs> Tylenol, just don't say anything. People won't leave me alone. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, this has been, I could talk to you forever and, you know, oh, likewise, actually meet IRL one day. I hope so. I and really hope so. Twinsy photos. Oh my God. We need to hire Annie Leibovitz. <laughs> we need to get what like, oh, that? you don't Wait. know who Annie Leibovitz is? The is big famous sound? photographer. Okay. The one with like the long gray hair and the glasses. Okay. Yeah, yes, must yes, have seen yes, her. She yes, does yes. like so much for Vogue. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, done. Yeah. Well, yeah, we need to get her and just take a whole bunch of, we need a whole photo shoot. Yes. Like, and we'll need Joe Rogan there as well. Oh my God. He's another one. I love him. I love him. I I think this is the part of the episode where I'm starting to get a little slap happy. (laughs) I love Joe Rogan, really. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll invite him. We'll invite him, sure. Yeah. He's invited also. Yes. If we're okay. So if we're not following you yet, which I feel like most of us probably are, where can we find all things Jessica Harlow? At Jessica Harlow on Instagram. And in case I'm banned, um, jessicaharlow.com. <laughs> you might be after this. You one. never know. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. Well, you guys go check out Jessica, all things Jessica. And thank you so much for listening. If you hated this episode, please don't say anything. If you like, <laughs> we it, don't care. <laughs> if you liked it, rate us five stars, subscribe, tell a friend, share it to your social media. Actually, maybe don't because <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> That might be, be very different. selective about which part. Selective <laughs> about who you tell. Um, so thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.